Let's get a Monday night session fired up. And on October 17th date, I appreciate all of you guys so much. Thank you so much. This community is truly amazing. And it's just a privilege and an honor to come to you guys every single day with the content that matters most. Keeping you guys up to date with the current events. Our economic situation as it breaks down with the cryptocurrency. New asset class being involved in the switchover. And then we're going to take advantage of this opportunity. We call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. In tonight's update, we're talking about the Bitcoin network failing while XRP gets more utility. Let's get straight on into it. I appreciate all of you guys so much. Thank you. Okay, let's run it up. Let's run it up tonight. Okay, here we go. So tonight we're coming live to you at about 8 p.m. on the West Coast. Our Bitcoin is at 19,500. Ethereum is at $1,333 and XRP is at 47 and a half cents let's take a look at our bitcoin chart we're on the four hour chart here taking a look at some of these candlesticks and uh you know we did a little bit of a pump today a little bit of a pump to 19.5 even though the network went down today we're going to get into it at the end of this show uh bitcoin failing as we've always said it was destined for failure proof of work doesn't work the proof of stake program not working out much better for ethereum and we're going to get more xrp utility coming to this ledger it's just going to be massive so massive let's get right on into it guys here's the current situation from the kobesi letter we have the bond market posting the worst year since 1920 housing prices falling at the fastest pace since 2011 thank you god for this opportunity i thank god every single day and i don't want to see the average person get hurt but we are ready to swoop up these deals as they come through housing prices falling at fastest pace since 2011 Fed is trading on insider information. 80% of tech stocks in bear market territory. I, uh, you know, uh, definitely, actually, I think most are. I mean, it's well over half are in bear market ter territory. And then with the cryptocurrencies, it's going to be about 100%. Uh, Quant is pumping right now. Okay, good. Shout out to Quant. And we have uh, credit card debt up 25% this year. Recession is an understatement. And to that point, it just still boggles my mind. It amazes me. And really, it, it doesn't boggle my mind. I guess that's the wrong way to say it. Because I understand why they don't want to call it a recession. It's all political. We got to keep the system afloat. The party has to keep on going until this midterm election plays out. And then I think they're going to really just let it go. But nonetheless, folks, you guys are seeing the situation. We've been breaking it down. And we are taking in massive amounts of action right now. Taking advantage of all of these asset classes as it breaks down now. Major, major news. Saudi Arabia expresses desire to join the BRICS family. Check it out. Wall Street Silver sharing this one from citizens.co.za is the website. I'm not going to share you guys the link here, but Saudi Arabia expresses desire to join BRICS family. We've been talking about this one. They do not care about being woke. They live like royalty and will continue to live like royalty forever as long as we are using that. And uh, <clears throat> my mentor Dan Pena said, we will never be moving on to that new technology until they run dry from oil over there in the Middle East. And it's just interesting to watch how this program has failed for the West and how the rest of the countries, the allies that we once had, leaving the US dollar. And you guys really got to understand why this is so important. The United States has held that reserve currency status for basically, what is that going to be, almost 80 years since 1940s, right after the Bretton Woods Agreement, and we got propped up as the reserve currency. Now we have a basket that does include that Chinese yuan, 
that got added to the IMF's uh, basket of currencies that make up the uh, special drawing rights, right? And then with this deal right here, this shows you that these major players, this is why it was so important. We fought wars for decades in the Middle East over these resources and defending our petrodollar, taking out, no, uh, what, I don't even remember his first name, Gaddafi. I, I probably couldn't pronounce it right even if I, I knew it. Muammar Gaddafi, something like that, right? Gaddafi there in Libya, taken out, you know? And he talked about returning to a gold standard, returning, uh, basically freeing the African people from the Western hegemony that had ruled the world and been influencing all of these regions, all these territories. And then the massive wars that have been funded by us being able to have this reserve currency. This party's over, and you guys are seeing the real deals are getting done right now. Saudi Arabia, thinking of joining BRICS. Well, we already know the deal. They already have done deals with Ripple, their central bank. The central bank of Saudi Arabia is already working with Ripple, already sitting down with them. Understand that. Understand the National Bank of Egypt, already Ripple partner. Understand on-demand liquidity in that region, firing up, growing year over year at massive rates. On-demand liquidity that uses XRP, not just RippleNet, not just partnered up with Ripple, not just being cute in the cryptocurrency space, getting real problems solved. And just wait till they tokenize this uh, commodity in oil as well. It's just another commodity that's going to be brought online to this internet of value. They're ditching the U.S. dollar, doing deals with Ripple, and then they're also thinking of joining BRICS, which, you know, really what it's all about here coming forward, guys, is to a level playing field. And what the hell are you going to back your currency by? Who has the real value? Who has the gold? Who has the oil? Who has the XRP? We're going to get into that at the end of this one. But this has already been underway for a while. You guys are just seeing it accelerate and grow. Gold Telegraph reporting here that China has unexpectedly delayed the release of its GDP data. This is the world's second largest economy. The world is on the edge of its seats at every FOMC meeting, which is our Federal Reserve here in the United States. And now China is delaying the GDP data. Things are getting interesting. Well, here in the United States, we aren't delaying the data. We just no longer call it a recession. We no longer identify as a recession. No, no. And you guys saw the clip of Biden eating an ice cream cone saying that the situation's fine, right? Because everyone else has it worse. So, you know, it's not that bad here in America because everyone else is dying. Everyone, everyone else is getting sacrificed financially. The biggest financial tsunami to hit us since uh, 2008 and some would bring us back even to the collapse, the Great Depression of 1929 being on the verge of that moment in time as well. And meanwhile, here with Joe running the show, we eat the ice cream cone and we say it's all going to be all right. It's just fine. And our economy is strong, quote, strong as hell. God bless Joe. I hope it works out for him. Hope he makes it through. Okay, let's continue on. Credit Suisse has agreed to pay $495 million as part of a settlement with the United States over mortgage-backed securities, which has sent everyone down memory lane of the 2008 financial crisis. Now, we already recovered this. And remember, they're just now settling up in 2022 for the financial crimes and fraud that was committed back in the 2008 mortgage crisis that brought us to the great financial collapse, great financial crash of 2008. They're just now getting punished. And uh, it's also being reported today that the 1.5 trillion asset manager Credit Suisse CEO is to be stepping down in the coming weeks. So not only are they paying with fines, the CEOs are stepping down. Some of them don't care. They're taking the money, they're on the yacht, and they're enjoying life. And they don't care. 
They, they, they don't, uh, they sleep just fine at night because some of these people are sick. Now, some of these guys got caught up in schemes and uh, I, I think that we need to hold everyone accountable. Not only should those people have already been held accountable, we got a lot of people to hold accountable right now. And that's an adult conversation and you guys know I'm always tipping my toes as I do that dance because we got the censorship police taking us down if we actually call out the names, call out the three-letter agencies, call out all those involved. So I just say, let all truth be revealed because I think that's something that we can all agree upon. Let's put on our big boy adult pants, have the adult conversation, not get offended, and actually save this country, actually save this planet and move humanity forward. They're finally paying for their crimes from the last financial collapse and then they're setting sail as we're rolling into the new one. That's the current situation. But let's get into this cryptocurrency news. This is truly incredible. Thank you everyone for joining me tonight. I appreciate all of you. Cheers. As we titled this episode here tonight, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bitcoin network continues to be a failure and today had an 85 minute block interval left for more than 13,000 transactions stuck in a pending state on Monday. Blocks are typically confirmed every 10 minutes, reporting by OK Night Crypto. Okay, this is from Coindesk, and uh, Bitcoin fails to produce one block for over an hour, nearly an hour and a half here, that the Bitcoin network did not complete one block, and you have 13,000 transactions that were pending. Now, two points here. First off, 13,000 transactions is absolutely pathetic absolutely pathetic that's nothing okay that's very cute when it comes to the whole new financial system when it comes to the existing financial system even in our existing outdated system that is nothing that is a joke swift sends 33 million transactions per day six trillion dollars worth of volume settled up daily meanwhile bitcoin can't even freaking work an hour and a half of downtime 13,000 transactions pending. The, the few Bitcoin bros that are still using that piece of crap network, waiting on their transaction to go through, paying astronomical fees. And meanwhile, on the very same day, we get news coming from Ripple, introducing the first phase of bringing an Ethereum virtual machine sidechain to the XRP ledger. EVM developers, we invite you to experiment with the functionality on the DevNet and enjoy the best of Ethereum and XRP L4, your DeFi applications. So there's two sides of this story, right? There's, the, there's two sides of the street. As I told you guys last night, you know, go, driving through Hollywood, Hollywood, California, seeing what it's all about. What's this, uh, what's this scene all about? On one side of the road, I see a luxury car dealership with a Rolls Royce on the street. On the other side, I see homeless tents, a little camp, campground taking place. Similar situation here, a piece of crap network in Bitcoin that does absolutely nothing to move humanity forward, is not a store of value, is not scalable, and does nothing for us besides allows the Bitcoin bros to pump it to the doofus morons that are new to crypto. And let me make a quick point here. I don't want to beat up anybody who's new to crypto. You got a little Bitcoin. That was what I bought first. I'm about to drop a video where I actually am gonna go in depth comparing Bitcoin and XRP and why I dumped all of my Bitcoin for XRP. Why I don't wanna touch Ethereum at all. That's gonna be a whole separate video. But the point here, guys, 
you're seeing two sides of the story playing out here. Two sides of the street. Rolls Royce. Campground. Guys, I mean, it is unbelievable that they still are peddling this to the masses. I don't want to beat up anybody. I created my TikTok last year and I continue to make content here on a daily basis, trying to get the new people caught up to speed. A lot of people, you know, uh, you know, they're already retired, right? We range in this community all the way from the youngins all the way up to 60, 70 years old. We got members in our Discord community all the way from 18 all the way up past 70. And that's a beautiful thing across the world too. multiple countries all over the place. But what we're seeing right here is the continuation of everyone who is new to the space still piling into Bitcoin and Ethereum first before they understand the truth about cryptocurrency, which is what we've been trying to break down on this channel. What I tried to break down on my TikTok channel. Thank God for TikTok. You know, you guys can, whatever our opinion is about TikTok playing games with us. I love TikTok, man. I, I, I am forever grateful to TikTok for what it allowed me to do last year. Get the truth out to people that were getting spread all of this nonsense, misinformation by some, disinformation, complete lies by others. And then you have the Bitcoin Maxi bros that are obviously just perpetuating this thing. You know, I keep on getting this guy, uh, the Moon Carl, in my TikTok. He, he, he tried to come over to TikTok now. And uh, I keep on seeing his stupid videos. And God, it, it's so embarrassing. You know, it's, I'm embarrassed for these guys. Like, okay, I get it. You made your money off of Bitcoin and you're a cool kid now. But golly, dude, you still, I mean, God, don't get me started. I just start saying mean things and I don't need to do this with these guys. I don't need to spend any time because it's just as clear as day. How's your program working out? That's what I tweeted out today. I retweeted that article from Coindesk with the failure of Bitcoin. I just said, how's that Bitcoin program working out? It's a complete failure. And of course, continued utility coming to the XRP ledger ripple with the Ethereum virtual machine. That's gonna be massive guys. That's smart contracts coming. Okay. I forgot to pull up the article, but, um, it now looks like the XLS 20 NFT update for XRP has been passed. So now we have two week time period before we get the NFT update for XRP. And then we're also going to get a smart contracts update for XRP coming here soon, probably in the next few months. So we're going to have NFTs, smart contract capability. And then now we're already bringing in these other crappy networks that don't work. We're bringing some of the transactions, we're bringing some of the smart contracts to our ledger so that we can actually get deals done and not be down for an hour and a half and, you know, be a complete joke and then be an Ethereum that takes years to update and then it only becomes more centralized and you still have high gas fees and you still have essentially no scalability, <laughs> right? But here we go. Let's address some more of these haters, these more of these people that just don't understand. They just don't get it. Leah Halpern, I guess that's how you say her name, uh, Big Bitcoin Maxi, says people are celebrating XRP because it's going to help enable CBDCs and CBDCs are ine inevitable, therefore pumping their XRP bags. I feel sick. Okay, let me make a quick point. Yes, we're all worried about privacy. We're all worried about a CBDC that's, you know, going to be similar to some of these other countries' CBDCs that is not very friendly to the people. You know, social credit scores shut you down, not very nice. Of course, there's legitimate concerns there. 
But holy cow, folks, I am so sick of this argument. It doesn't matter what we're trading. What value do you bring to the world? And then conduct your transactions with any currency, with seashells, with rocks. What, what difference does it make? It doesn't make a shit. Obviously, we have a battle to fight against CBDCs and the privacy that they're coming for. They're coming to control us. Obviously, we understand that agenda. Your Bitcoin network is a piece of shit that doesn't get anything done, though. The XRP ledger is open, permissionless, decentralized, actually has scalability to hundreds of thousands of transactions per second. So whether it's good, whether it's evil, I'm going to be in the fight against evil. But this blockchain works. The distributed ledger technology works. So stop playing games. Stop standing on some moral high ground like you're getting something done. You guys are all a joke. All of you Bitcoin maxis, including you with such a ridiculous, stupid take. Nobody, God, don't act like you. Okay, you're a tough, yeah, you're a tough guy. You're a tough gal. Folks, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What works? Just like Saudi Arabia, like I said with Saudi Arabia, they don't care about being, being woke. They want the deals done. They throw a straw on the ground and the oil comes out. They get it at $5 a barrel. They're going to run the world while we're still on that. They don't care. Same thing with XRP. Your deal doesn't work. Your program doesn't work. It's a joke. We can't run the new financial system with an hour and a half of downtime. Can barely even scale to 13,000 measly transactions. But we want to attack XRP like it's going to enable CBDCs. It's going to enable the whole internet of value for everyone. Anyone can use it. You can build a meme coin. You can build NFTs now coming soon. The smart contract capability coming. Your piece of shit network Ethereum doesn't work. Bring your smart contracts over here. We got th some throughput. Hundreds of thousands of transactions per second. Interledger protocol. Trillions of transactions per second. I mean, that's just mind blowing. And then we got to deal with these kids. And this is what I call these kids. Leia, I think, is actually older than me. And with all due respect, I, whatever. No. What are you talking about? You're worried about enabling CBDCs. We might as well all go digital. Everyone's using Venmo, PayPal, everything. Is there, I, I understand why people still want to have cash. I, I understand. Why do you think I have silver? Why do you think I have a ridiculous amount of the Second Amendment? Freedom seeds. I don't give a shit what they roll out with the CBDC program. I have my essentials. I have my prepping. They can't stop me from getting it. And I'm in the fight every single day against this evil with you as well. The biggest XRP maxi in the room trying to fight against this, calling it out. And these kids want to come along and act like they're on some moral high ground and, oh, it's enabling CBDCs. We got to move forward. We don't have time for this. And this is why I get so riled up with these kids. It's nonsense. And it's holding back humanity, Bitcoin and Ethereum, and that whole game. That the whole freaking pyramid scheme of cryptocurrency has been built upon. 99% of this crap's gonna go away. All these people. Oh, Ripple's partnered with the World Economic Forum. If you wanna change the world, you gotta go approach and confront everyone. You can't just hide uh, over here. Oh, we're gonna build our little island. That doesn't change the world. Like, maybe that works out for you. If that's what you want to do, okay, great. You're not going to harm humanity. 
I want to, I want to fight the evil. I want to fix you, man. I want a better world for my daughter. So I'm going to be in that fight. But this is just technology. And Ripple's not bad people because they go speak at the World Economic Forum. We got to get deals done with everyone. And like I said at the beginning, may all truth be revealed. We're right here. We call out the evil more than you sellouts. You Bitcoin Maxi YouTube influencer sellout piece of crap network that does nothing for humanity. And you got rich and now you want to pump it on all the noobs that are getting into crypto and stand on some moral high ground like XRP is evil. You guys make me sick. Let's continue on. Let's talk about actually getting something done. Real world utility. Check it out. What's happening behind the scenes, folks. 60 million XRP transferred from an unknown wallet to Bitstamp. These are on-demand liquidity partners that are moving large sums of XRP. You guys are seeing that record amount of on-demand liquidity volume. And, and that's a real world use case right there. Cross-border transactions, treasury flows, ramping up institutions across the world, getting real trillion dollar problems solved, not 13,000 transactions. XRP Crow shares this one, an oldie but a goodie. We have to remember what they're doing here. David Schwartz says, quote, we don't use our XRP as a bank account, but as a strategic weapon. So we've talked about how XRP right here could potentially prevent World War III. If, you know, we do get the World War III scenario, God willing, we don't. And then we have to build up a whole new system. Obviously, XRP is best suited to create that level playing field. And then we have custodians uh, in Ripple with this escrow account that I believe we should believe in, that, that I believe in. Now, I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm not here to say that you should worship David Schwartz and Brad Garlinghouse and Ripple. No. Let's hold them accountable too. I mean, if, you know, these are just guys that are running this company and that's what's beautiful about it. You got guys and gals at Ripple that are the most transparent in the cryptocurrency space. And they're the custodians of the, lead, the escrow account. And what are they doing? It's not going to speculators. It's not going to... Uh, basically a speculation market that does not move humanity forward. Although we want to get our XRP and it's an absolute challenge to get our XRP right now. I understand that. That's not what it's meant for. It's meant for solving humanity in this world and this financial system's biggest problems. And they're going to see that through. We don't use our XRP as a bank account, but as a strategic weapon. And what did we just cover yesterday? I gave you guys my reaction. Uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name again. The guy that has the friend Bob at the, uh, the Bob works at the market maker for the treasury. And Bob is going to be meeting with Ripple, right? I gave you guys my reaction video to that. This quote right here just reiterates that point and my take that I gave you guys yesterday. And that we've been looking at all of these deals being done behind the scenes, trying to guess who has the most XRP, who has the most gold. Who has the most oil? Like, who's going to be able to produce things of real value in the new financial system? And then what assets, commodities, can we use to back up CBDCs and uh, our financial system? What are the suppressed assets? What is slated and, as David says here, ready to be a strategic weapon in the currency war, in the financial war, in resetting the new financial system, in potentially preventing World War III? Now, think about that. These guys want to act like Bitcoin's the end-all be-all, you know, down with the banks, save the world. Meanwhile, it's XRP that actually creates that level playing field, that actually 
prevents a world war because we know that all the wars are bankers wars and what does this little currency do it gives us the trustless decentralized ledger that anyone can use and scales up to unlimited scalability essentially no one has to trust each other it's the perfect bridge currency from any asset any commodity anything of value to anything else and now we're bringing ethereum virtual machines i mean you guys are seeing right here what ripple's doing so strategic they can only say so much and we're here what we're doing right here is we're piecing it all together for you guys david says that we're using it as a strategic weapon this is putting them on and as i stated uh, when i first got started with all my content i said we need to compare ripple to the bank of international settlements or the imf Maybe a little bit of both because we got settlement and we got a new world reserve currency going on as well if you could combine the bis and the uh, imf into one that would be ripple and xrp is the one world reserve bridge currency that is ready to uh, combine uh, that is ready to run the whole internet of value it's just that simple it's just that simple in their own words now let's take a look at some price action that we could be seeing coming up crypto bull looking at the different xrp channels on the monthly chart we find seven dollars as a price target on the top of the retracement channel and 250 on the top of the overextension channel i will definitely take some profits around six to seven dollars that's not financial advice that's crypto bull saying that obviously crypto bull as many of us is going to be taking some profits when as we approach uh the ten dollar price point you guys are going to see most of the masses are going to sell most of their xrp five uh ten dollars in my opinion and this is why unfortunately xrp is not going to provide generational wealth for so many holders is because we're going to be going through one hell of a time it's going to be rough it's not going to be smooth sailing to three digits and generational wealth no no no. we go through the end of the world to get there folks <laughs> unless they decide to use xrp to prevent world war three and it's all sunshine and rainbows and we just launched that qfs and it's going to be all good to go that would be nice but how has that been playing out so far over the last two years you guys have seen what's happened the last two years has revealed so much to us that as the system has to be reset they're telling us has to be reset they're not just doing this smoothly swiftly and kindly no no no, no. bombs are dropping in major cities in Europe. The, the lights are going out in Europe. On top of all the other situations that we're seeing across this world, folks. Now, for me, it's very clear. Upon breakout, XRP is going to be approaching double digits easily. Easily. As Crypto Bull shows you guys, three digits on the technical analysis is potentially there. Now that's a big, big retracement, a big, uh, what does he call it? Extension channel, right? But when you look over the next five to 10 years, I don't see any other asset. I don't see any other investment that uh, I would rather be in right now. Other than, uh, obviously you gotta, I, 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 I like my businesses. I get a great return on my businesses and that's how I buy more of this. But as far as investing, as far as where do I park capital uh, to make it grow, I don't see a better opportunity right now because just upon breakout, just going to seven to $13 on initial breakout is life-changing for many of us. As Crypto Bull says, he's gonna be taking some profit. I am planning on taking some profit as we approach the double-digit price range. Yeah, 
And if you look on the charts, you know, you look at that $7 level, there's going to be some retracements along the way and it's going to be bumpy. And as you guys have seen over the last 10 months, we're going through, well, they, they won't tell you that we're going through a recession, but we identify this as a recession. We, we define, this is the perfect definition of a recession. Textbook definition of a recession. May God be with us and prevent us from going into a depression. <laughs> now, things move so much faster compared to the 1929 crash. Uh, I don't think that it's going to take us uh, well over 10 years to recover from that. But something to note is that when you really just take a sec, take, take a second to zoom out, look at how big uh, of a shift this is in our world, in our reality. When we look at a bigger time frame of five to 10 years out for generational wealth, for you know, building our business, you can focus in on what needs to be done today, what actions you, know, you need to be taking care of right now, so they continue to move in that direction. You can see that uh, it's gonna be a bumpy ride and have an exit strategy along the way. It doesn't just go straight up to $10,000. Could it go to 10, 10K? I don't, I don't run away from that conversation. I don't think that that conversation's ridiculous. Is the opportunity that good though? Is it 100% gonna go that high? Well, absolutely, I'm not betting on that. I'm absolutely not betting on that. No, 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 no. Why, why would I do that when I've already amassed a huge bag that at $10 would change my life? And as I've been reiterating with you guys, make sure that your exit strategy is set, written out, and that you're very tapped in and very comfortable with it because at any moment here, folks, we are ready to break out of this thing. I've shown you guys the alignments, the cycles, the dates, the windows of opportunity that we've been going through that are coming up. It's going to be massive. Be prepared. If you wanna have some cash on the sidelines, I think that that's what I'm doing too, right? But in the meantime, I am not waiting to accumulate some of these suppressed assets and particularly XRP because it is the only asset class that is suppressed and in an SEC lawsuit. So you have gold, silver, XLM, XDC, other utility cryptocurrencies, maybe Algo, throw in a couple others that you like that are suppressed, but none of them's in an SEC lawsuit as well. None of them are in a lawsuit that took the asset off exchanges taking away liquidity, taking away the ability for the common man or woman to even acquire this asset. And then when we go look at what Ripple's doing with the escrow, it is not coming to us. It's not coming to exchanges, and that means it's not coming to retail. It is not for Joe Blow Schmo speculator trader trying to create generational wealth. We got in early. We're being rewarded for our due diligence research. Over the past decade, this book behind me, and the Fed. That's where it all started. I've told you guys many times. A decade of research brought me to this moment in time. Not, hey man, uh, do you have a quick 10 minute video that can get me caught up to speed on everything? <laughs> I wish, I wish. I mean, and I wish it was easy as just saying, okay, buy this much of this, buy this much of that, and then set up these accounts. So, you know, I wish. It's not that simple but we will be rewarded and now is the time. Do not wait further to get tapped in. If you need help, come join our community. We will lift you up with us. Our community that's fighting every single day, investors, researchers, getting deals done, real players in the game, taking advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. We will help you. Go to my website, zachrector.com, sign up for a Discord group. We'll get you access, we'll get you in there, we'll get you helped out, get you caught up to speed. But nonetheless, 
whatever you guys are tapped in right now, whatever asset class, make sure that you guys are prepared because the opportunities I think get better. And uh, we gotta take advantage of that, but we are very close to the rollover moment, to that new system moment. And I am here with you guys the whole way through. We're gonna keep you guys all the way up to date. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.